I want to welcome everyone to the In My Field podcast. I think this is episode 35. Um, wow, I just want to thank everyone for the support. Um, it's been amazing, you know, um, kind of, this will be actually my second solo um, episode. I kind of want to dive in on, on manifesting because a ton of people have been hitting me up and I, you know, I touch up on it a ton with the guests and every, everything else, but I really want to kind of dive deep into it to kind of, it's helped me a lot in my life and just to, to know that the power I have to, you know, somewhat control the outside world or the aspects of it with my own thoughts or intentions. Um, and for those of you who are listening, you know, I'd love, I'd love feedback. You know, if you want to hit me up on, you know, Instagram or at Lou Alshama or, you know, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, I've had a ton of guests on the show who are actually avid listeners and who have been amazing support and everything else. So I'd love to hear from you and, and, and invite some more people on the show. Um, and, you know, as you know, we usually start the show with thoughts, feelings, emotions, you know, um, conditioning, beliefs, positivity, negativity, everything that you create on the inside creates your outside exterior. So my question for you listening now is how are you feeling right now in this moment? And I always say right now in this moment, because right now is actually all we have. I mean, you know, the past is created now and the future is created now. And I feel like that's where most of our, especially my issues, where I came from, I was too focused on things that had happened to me and too stressed about things that hadn't happened to me that I, you know, in the future of what is going to become of me. Um, and as you know, I'm pretty practically spiritual. So I always break things down practical to make me f understand them quicker and for that, so that they become an actual conditioning. Um, so, you know, um, I can't worry about the future because it doesn't exist. And how can you worry about something that hasn't happened yet? Um, so practically I break it down to my mental state. So then it allows me to do, to grow further from that and expand from that. Um, so I'd, I'd love for you guys to kind of ask yourself, how are you feeling right now in this moment? Um, you know, it's a great thing to know, to one, know you're alive. It's another thing to question the now and, and your emotions and your feelings and kind of directly speak about them openly. I think it's courageous. And I, I, I'd love to hear from anyone um, about where they're at right now. And it's great. Um, so let's, let's, let's talk about manifesting. What is manifesting? So for me, manifesting is everything. It's everything to do with you. I mean, your physical appearance, you know, the way you feel on the outside is the way you feel on the inside. Um, it's your whole existence in physical manifestation is a manifestation. So for example, there's something that you're listening to right now, whether it's a phone or a computer or, a, you know, Apple watch or whatever, or your headphones, all of those are physical manifestations of things you thought about or wanted or expected or had no resistance to or stressed about or any of those type of things. Manifesting is everything. Your whole physical being is manifested. It sounds pretty deep, but that's kind of where we're at. So manifesting, for example, you know, when I manifest, I'm manifesting everything now. So I try and live in the now. So therefore it comes quicker to the things I need right now. When I focus on too many things, and that could be anything from, um, you know, work or money or relationships or, you know, depression or anxiety or all those type of things, my life seems superiorly chaotic and... I start attracting more situations to me that make me feel even more uh, of those things. 
So when I start learning to, you know, quiet the mind through meditation and everything else, I can therefore channel those focuses into specific areas of, of needs or wants. So manifesting is everything, everything in your life, whether it's good, the bad, the ugly, the happy, the sad, everything is you. You are a physical manifestation of your insideness, if that's even a word. Um, your emotions, your belief systems, your conditionings, your upbringing, everything is, is bundled in you, which is on the outside is what you're seeing as a physical manifestation. Sounds crazy, but... I, I, I try and put tests in play where I can put a thought out or, or, or an emotion and I can see a physical sign for that resonating to myself. And I'd love for you guys to do that. I mean, you know, especially with meditation. Meditation has helped me too. And, I'm, and I meditate on abundance. So I don't necessarily, whether it's my businesses, I don't specifically say my business is going to be successful. I just enjoy the process. But I understand that successful for me is abundance in every aspect of life so it's love is spending as much time with my daughter and my wife and my family it's it's you know the financial um, freedom to to pick and choose what i want to do those are now becoming conditionings for me because i i focus on them every day and i allow them to come to me um i use this example a ton on the show it is when you think about someone and use it as an example, because everyone does it, you know, it's usually put down as coincidence. When you think about someone and they message you who you haven't spoken to in years, that is an unresisted thought. And it's usually, you know, it could be, for example, you know, I wonder what happened to that person and boom, they message you and you're like, oh, wow, what a great coincidence. It's not a coincidence. It's just an unresisted thought of, you know, of you thinking about that person, that thought process went to that person. They then th thought of you, we're all connected. And then they messaged you or called you or whatever. Now imagine how much resistance you have to everything in life. I'm talking waking up, going to sleep, going to work, money, bills, anxieties, depressions, things you like on TV, things you don't like on TV, the amount, the news. I mean, we have too, there's too many to, to, to kind of, the, the, the resistance to everything. If we can unravel that resistance to be that flow of that thought and it instantly come back, that's an instant manifestation. And I'm saying it can be as easy to manifest $1 as it is to manifest a million dollars, but it's dependent on your conditionings and your expectations. It's like now, you know, I always expect that I have water, which is, which is a, a huge luxury and I'm appreciative of it all the time. So therefore I see it. When you go to your fridge, you expect food and all these other things. Those are expectations. Those are manifestations that you know for a fact are going to be there. If you had those expectations for everything you wanted in life, you would have them. Now, as I've said previously, we're creatures of habit. So we're, we're creatures of manifesting the way we're feeling at that time. And if you can remove yourself from you, you'd study yourself and you'd understand that everything in your life is supposed to be there based on the way you think, feel, beliefs, conditionings, everything else. Everything is there for you. So use that as evidence and learn from it and build from it. And that's exactly what I've done. It could be five, 10 minutes a day of conditioning yourself to think a certain way, whether it's positive or, or anything, you know, because I used to be someone who has always been, I've always been a pretty positive person but emotionally pretty negative. You know, I never used to trust people, relationships, 
all that type of stuff. So I would attract people to make me distrust even more. And that's how the universe works. You know, like attracts like. You know, you put out a certain part of energy, you're going to, going to attract it. If you put out a lack of, I can't do this, I can't afford this, I can't be this, that, that manifestation of the things you want is getting further and f- further away from you. Instead, now I would say something like, this is what I want and get out of the way. It's coming. And all you have to do is continually condition yourself to feel those things and you'll attract more things um, for the things you want. And I know, you know, I, I speak to a ton of spiritual people and no one really ever puts the accountability back to us. So it's always, you know, if, you, if you're conditioned to think negative, you're always going to think negative, so therefore you're going to manifest negative situations, which is also not healthy for you, you know, which then we, we leads you into, if you believe in manifestation, you have to believe in it on every single level. It's not just the things you want and the things you don't want. It's also health. And if we go into the things of health, then you have to go into the things of, you know, physicality and, and physical things. How you physically look is how you feel. Um, and I know this sounds crazy. I know because I'm a, I'm a parent now, you know, I have an 18 month old and my daughter's super tall. I mean, she's in the 92% of, of, of being, you know, one of the uh, taller than 92% of tall kids. And she, I mean, as a parent, you know, I think she's the best child in the world as everyone does, but I'm pretty, again, I'm pretty practical of studying her and her manifestations and the way she thinks and feels and how she completely lives in the now, not a second behind or a second later, or it's completely now. And she's in the park and she's 18 months and she sits with kids who are two and a half. She doesn't really play with babies. She likes to play with older kids because she, she seems pretty mature for her age. And I mean, she knows her full ABCs. She can count to 40. She, you know, she does certain, certain chants. Like we did a 21 day um, abundance meditation with Deepak Chopra. So she knows a bunch of the chants that Chit Ananda, which is abundance and everything else, which is amazing. I mean, it's great. But seeing her physically. So this is what I'm saying about manifestations and, and the way you look is the way you feel. Sorry, the way you feel is the way you look um, or your belief system in you. Because you've never seen yourself with your own eyes. You've seen a reflection of yourself but you're seeing a feeling reflection of yourself. So you're seeing yourself as how you feel about yourself, not how other people perceive you. So she's super tall. You know, I would say she's intelligent for an 18 month old. She's starting to learn, you know, spelling and words and everything else and sentences and singing songs. And she's around other children her age who are much smaller. And again, because she is... I'm not saying anyone's behind anyone or any of that. That's not what I'm saying. Remove that from it. I'm talking about the physicality of her. She's growing at a fast rate because her mind is growing at a fast rate. So therefore, she's taller than most kids. So physically, she's resembling the way her emotions and her feelings and the way her mind is working. And again, use people as examples. You know, everyone who's when you meet someone, you see the way they look and everything else, not for judgment. But just for as an example of this shit is real and it shouldn't be a scary thing. It used to scare me. Now I I love it. I fucking love it. This is great. The world is magic. Wow. How beautiful. I can actually have everything I want just as easily as the things I don't want. So wouldn't you then be more conscious of the way you feel or change the way you feel or perceive the way you feel? And at least kind of have the notion of, 
understanding that I'm a living, breathing organism who has the power to change anything they want in a split second of a, of, of a, of a flicker, if that's what you want. Now, don't get me wrong. If, you, if, if you're listening to this and you're super happy with what you're doing, fuck yes, great. And I'm kind of coming to that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's been, a, it's been a tough few weeks based on the kind of, you know, Palestinian people and Israel, but I, I don't want to get too much into p- politics. But again, I, I try not to get consumed by certain things going on in the world. I, I, I only offer the solutions. And that's kind of what I'm working on now for, through education and, and shows like this and everything else. Um, and again, back to the whole manifestation tip. If we, if, if this is real, which it is, study yourselves, really dive in on this, the, the, the chemical makeup of you and, and what makes you, you. And when I say that, I mean, it's everything, your condition, your parents, it's the way you've been brought up, your beliefs, your religious systems, your cultures, your, you know, the way you feel that it's everything that is in you which is a phys- which then projects itself as physicality on the outside. So that's what you're, you are seeing. That's manifestation. And again, I, I want to make sure that everyone has the accountability key because that's what it is. It's, I am accountable for my physical reality based on what I perceive of myself on the inside. And once you get to that step, everything starts opening up and you start seeing things for how they are. Or how they aren't, should I say. Um, But then if we dive into the kind of physical manifestations, then we also have to talk about health. And why is it, you know, I was reading a study actually on on like the plague and how is it that some people caught it, some people didn't catch it, how people caught COVID, some people didn't catch it, so how people caught this. And there's so many things. And again, we it's a very touchy subject because, you know, when you when you kind of talk about manifesting the power becomes you you are that power it can be a scary thing you know it it means that you have complete and utter control and power over your life based on the way you feel and if you can change those feelings you can change the way your life is and it took me a very long time and and i'm still you know coming to terms with it i'm obviously someone who really works on their mental state and dives in it takes work a lot of work more work than you've probably ever done in your entire life but once you change that needle of, you know, even starting with one or two positive things about yourself in the, in the morning, I've woken up, for example, I wake up in the morning, I'm going, great, I've woken up. That's one positive. A second thing is I hear my daughter cry at 6am. Um, she's awake. This is great. You know, I, walk, I get up out of my bed. I have legs. I can walk. I'm walking. What the fuck? And then I go and see my daughter. I give her a hug and a kiss. She shows me so much love back. Another positive. You know, I sit her on the potty. She does a pee. That's a positive. She knows how to use the, 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 the toilet. So again, if you can kind of microscopically break down those type of level of, I would say, appreciation of the fact that, you know, you're alive or anything else, then you start turning the needle. If you could do that every day, that becomes a great, good habit. And you reward, and, and, and to, to create a good habit, you have to create a re- reward after it. The reward is feeling good. And, you know, what's the, the alternative to this? The alternative, if this shit isn't real, if manifestation isn't real and we don't have control of our lives and everything's just down to chance, the way I, the, the teachings that I put forward and the, the mental states that I put forward, the worst case scenarios is you have a, hell, a happier mind. 
so that it's a win-win situation. And I know it takes time, trust me, it takes time for you to step out of that I am my mind type of scenario and become that balance between the way you feel and what you want to see on the outside. But once you start knocking down those pillars and you get to the 1% of feeling positive, then the 2%, then the 3%, and it keeps building and building and building, then all of a sudden you want that, that, that power within to make you feel good about yourself. But only you can do that. You can't manifest for someone else. So when, when someone comes to you and has an issue with you or anything else, you can't manifest something great for them. They have to do it themselves. But you can set intentions for them I see, and see that person in the light that you would like to see them. That's what we call manifestation and setting intentions, you know. Um, and that's where this thing of I feel like, you know, obviously there's I wouldn't, you know, the universe or God per se and everything else, religious beliefs and everything else. When we understand we have that power or we or we, we, we when we determine we don't want that power that's where god comes in it wasn't me it was god which is great i mean if you believe in that that's i believe that god created i think that's why we're all connected we will come from one source but when you start understanding that source that that the universe gave you or god per se or however you want to terminize it it's powerful we are such individually powerful beings that we have no idea of our power. But that realization is beautiful. We have to use it super positively. And again, meditation for me has helped me for mindfulness of, I do 10 to 15 minutes a night of, it's actually Abraham Hicks who, who just spits abundance at me. She's on YouTube. You can check her out. It's like an abundance meditation. And meditation is one focus. It's, it's whether you're focusing on quieting the mind, one focus, or you're focusing on listening to someone who's doing um um, what's that? Uh, it's a meditation or a guided meditation. There we go. That is one focus. So I would say be very wary of your one focus. When you're on Instagram or social media and it's not making you feel good about yourself, that's a meditation. That's one focus. You're focused on something that's not making you feel good. When you watch the news and it doesn't make you feel good, that's a meditation. You're surrounding your inner being with things that don't make you feel good. Anything that doesn't make you feel good, I would say, I mean, me personally, I know it sounds quite harsh, get rid. If you can't get rid, figure out ways to, to, to change the way you feel about those things. If social media makes you feel, which it has for me, makes me feel less than, 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 than equal or any of that type of stuff, then I get rid. It's as simple as that. Or, you know, if it's not, change it. And again, I'm not someone who, I'm pretty practical. Again, my background isn't any of this. And I can only tell you from my experiences and the things I've seen and where I've come from of why it's worked for me. It may not work for you the way it worked for me, but the general consensus is happy mind, happy life. And then, again, if you, the whole manifestation tip, um, if we believe in that health, basically health is a physical manifestation of the way you feel inside. It's, it's, if something happens to you, an ailment or anything, it's a warning sign for you to, to change what you are doing. And most people, you know, attribute to our healthy eating or, you know, exercising or any of those type of things. But when, you know, Steve Jobs is a perfect example of someone who, you could you look to him and he looked severely stressed because he was he he was one of the most creative men on earth, 
but operated in stress. So therefore, I'm, again, it's the accountability factor of us all. If we, if we do believe in manifestation, we have, to man, we have to believe in it on every single level. And health is a physical manifestation of something that we need to change. But most people account it to something external, like diet or exercise, but it's internal. So we focus on health internally, which physically then will attract health to us or from us to the physical world. And another thing on, on kind of manifestation is time, right? So we, I think we, we are one of the only species that, that operates on a specific time code or date code. Or, and I, I notice it more prominently when since having my daughter and I go to the park. And, you know, the notion of every parent wants to know, you know, they ask, how old is she? And I'm like, well, she's not old. She, she's young. She's 18 months young. And I always ask every parent, how young is she? Because um, we have this notion of, and again, if you believe in manifestation, back to the tip of aging. We're conditioned to believe that the older we get, the more we age. So therefore, physically, we age. We have to get rid of that notion. You're as old as you feel, or should I say you're as young as you feel. And again, study people, study the physicalness of people, the, the way they feel inside, you know, because you have people who live to, you know, 100 plus and they have the worst diet. They have, you know, they smoke, they drink, everything else. And they always ask, what, what's their secret? And it's like, I smiled every day. You know, you, you look, look at so many cases, study people to give you evidence that, that, that this is real. So we put, a, and again, I used to feel anxious about achieving certain things before a certain age. So if I hit 30 and I didn't make X amount of money, I was a failure. Who put those time frames in place? Well, we could say society. Okay, society put them in place. But again, accountability, we have the power to change that. It doesn't affect us. It can't affect us because you're, you're in control. You are the power. So the section on time, we have to get rid of the notion of time. You know, uh, I run into a bunch of young people who message me all the time of, of being at school and stress about exams and everything else who stress about achieving great grades by a certain age. Otherwise, they are failures. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. How, you, who puts a time code? It's like I, I, before my, you know, these teachings and, and the way I live my life, I would believe the older you get, the more money you made, which is a notion that I guess everyone believes. So you look at the kind of the rich people, the billionaires and everyone else, majority of them made their money later in life. You know, the owner of Amazon, Elon Musk, all those people all over 40s and 50s. And because they believe in the natural progression of age, the older I become, the wiser I become, the more financially stable I become, the more of my relationships become stable, everything else. And maybe that's maturity. So that's a study of people and that's the natural progression. You don't have to achieve anything by a certain age. I actually take my time. I, I feel like I stroll through life. I float through life. Because what's the rush? What am I rushing for? I'm rushing to achieve a goal. And then what? Because if I'm not happy now, how am I going to be happy when I achieve the goal? But if I'm happy now, what's going to happen when I achieve the goal? I'm going I'm to still be happy. But we have to fix the issues of why we are unhappy now. And that's where all these anxieties and everything comes in. We are the healer of our own lives. That, it's us. It has to be. The accountability has to be. And there's another example of, you know, you kind of, I've spoken about this with Duncan Trussell a bunch on the show is the, the, the kind of multidimensional version of you. So 
I think about this all the time and I've read a ton of books. Um, and you, for example, if you put enough energy and you, you know, you didn't want to go to work, for example, you woke up in the morning in a bad mood and you didn't want to go to work and you put enough energy of you staying in bed, even though you got up, there's another you that's laying in bed, kind of living that life. Because why are we here on this earth? We're here to learn. We're here to learn and expand and everything else in life. Um, so you, I, I've, you know, I've read of people who have tapped into those multi, multi-dimensional selves and through dreams of even like you being in a relationship or, and then you dream about still being with an ex and you wake up, you're like, holy shit, why is that happening? Because maybe you've put enough energy into when you was with that person. Oh, and dreams are something that are kind of evidential confirmations of the way you feel, the kind of way your day went. So really kind of dive in and see if you can remember your dreams and, and study them or at least write them down as soon as they come out. Because it's, it's a phenomena we, we, we know little about. Um, but again, back to the kind of multidimensional personality of yourself. You know, there's certain people who have never picked up an instrument who can play guitar or piano just at the tip of a hat because there's another dimensional version of them that's doing that. Um, and again, study, there's so many, I, I love reading books and there's so many things out there. Um, and I actually read, which I talk about Seth a lot on, on, on the show, who was an entity who spoke through a woman in the sixties and just kind of came up with this, probably the most intellectual spiritual text I've ever read in my entire life. It takes a good couple of readings and a lot of hours. Um, but he breaks down everything, everything. And he says that the the, the original source of you from the multi, multidimensional self is aware of all of your multidimensional selves, which shows me I'm not aware of my multidimensional self or I'm me being the source or all of my other sources. So therefore, I'm not the original source of myself, which is fucking great. I'm like, wow. But I will know eventually, not in this physical form. But I'd love to hear from you guys of, of the kind of manifestation stories and everything else because I run into so many people during during my talks and people who message me of you know this great thing happened to me i manifested it and then something not so great which they perceive as not so great comes in and they say that wasn't me i didn't manifest that well who else i mean again you can't believe one without the other you have to believe in everything believe in them solidly especially when it comes to manifesting everything in your life is manifested by you everything for the way your hair is, the way your, you know, the way you think, the way you feel, the physicalness of everything is manifested in physical reality. That's why we are here. We're here for physicality, which is what we can't be, which we didn't have in non-physical form. And again, you know, I, I, so many people ask me a notion of what about if you're born into, you know, a shitty situation, why would someone manifest that? We're here to learn. Again, if, if we're all aware of our lives as a reincarnate, which I've had a ton of doctors on about reincarnation, of we have lived many lives and maybe in a previous life you hadn't learned. For example, there was a case that uh, when I had Dr. Jim Tucker on the show was of a, a kid uh, who lived, I can't remember, Idaho or Ohio. And he, from the age of two and a half to three, would say he doesn't belong where he is. He was He's... He was a Hollywood, he was in Hollywood and was an actor and everything else, hugely successful. And he was aware of the, why he came back. And it, he said it's because he was greedy in a previous life and he's come back in this life to humble beginnings. So again, 
we have to explore and ask the question. I don't think we have to ask the question why we are here. I, I think if we were supposed to know that answer, we would know, we would, we would know it. I think it's just to explore. It's, it's to learn. It's to, it's to love. It's to feel. It's to cry. It's to laugh. It's to all of it. And, and that's, that's one notion that, I've, that I love now. You know, When I watch a sad movie, I cry and it feels good. And when I feel sad, I talk about it and I feel good because it makes you feel I'm not fighting those feelings. When I feel angry, I say I'm, I'm, I'm fucking angry, but I'm not going to be for long. And, and I, I love shows like this because, you know, I get such great reactions from people and everything else, but I, but I can't stress enough. You are the creator of your existence. No exceptions. How do I know? I just do. I mean, I, I, I study myself. I am my own social experiment. You know, um, even like I talk about on the show, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm driving everything from the way I feel. And it feels good to A, understand that you have that control, but it's not a power thing. It's more of a love forgiveness thing, if anything. You know, when someone um, annoys me or I have a, a, an issue with, I forgive them. Because if I don't forgive them, then I'm not really forgiving myself. And if you can't manifest for them, then the way you feel about them, if, it's, if you feel shit about them, you're going to attract shit to you. That's why I say, you know, lead with forgiveness and love. Um, not always easy. I grant you that. It takes time. But again, with practice, it can be achieved. Um, I'm actually uh, listening to this audiobook, Marianne Williams, um, about love, which is based on the Book of Miracles. Phenomenal book. Phenomenal. One of the, the, the best well, audiobooks I've ever read. And I go running, you know, two and a half miles a day, and I listen to this audiobook, and it puts me in a great headspace. So I would say anything that makes you feel like you're not in a great headspace, replace it. Replace it with something better. You know, an audiobook or, an, or you know, the, the YouTube or... Anything that's positive in your, uh, that can be positive in your life, replace it. Uh, anything that's negative in your life, replace it with something positive. But forgive. That is the key to this manifest, manifesting. And manifesting right is, is forgiveness. And enjoyment has to be. Things come to me so much quicker when I enjoy them. And I'm talking about if you truly believe, because there's this notion of mentally, you know, working hard. Physically, if you're not working hard enough, you cannot achieve what you want. But I tell you this, like I used to work like a dog and I achieved nothing, absolutely nothing. Now I focus on having a better mental state and I can achieve anything I want. I'm not saying I have achieved everything I want, but I'm saying I'm getting to that point of allowing things to come to me once I put them out into the ether. Not how I think they're coming or how many hours I have to work or, for example, if I say to you, you know, Think about $100 million, right? I'm not saying everyone wants $100 million. I'm sure it'd be nice. But then you start, what comes with the conditioning of that $100 million? It's not, oh, wow, $100 million. It's, wow, how am I going to get that? Boom, 90 million. How many hours do I have to put in? Boom, 80 million. Uh, you know, who do I have to meet? What job do I have to do? What, what um, who do I have to meet? I don't know this person. I don't know that person. Oh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. 
you're operating from a lack of, not from the opposite of abundance. Do you see what I'm saying? There's an example. And then you may get $1,000 back and you're like, fuck, that 100 million didn't work because you 99% of the time got rid of that want with, with something that you don't want. You actually threw out everything you don't want. You threw out a lack of, a lack of this, a lack of that. How am I going to do this? This, 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 this. And you whittle it down. Manifesting. Again, manifesting isn't the only good things. It's everything in your life is, is, is a physical manifestation of you. And, and, you know, if we were conditioned like that at birth, because we've, I feel like we've lost our way a little in terms of spiritually, but when I don't feel like we're not supposed, we're supposed to discover this. It's way more achievable when we, when we, it's way more, when you discover it and you study it and you kind of put your practice to it. And it's almost like, you know what it is? And this is what I've learned. It's the ultimate trust in yourself. How many people can absolutely say they 100% trust themselves to deliver everything in their lives? Or, or to have the trust of, to be healthy, to attract what you want, whether it's wealth, love, and everything else. Or to, it's having that notion of trust. Trust in yourself. And that takes time. Do I trust in myself? Absolutely. Who else, you know, I trust in the people around me. And now I only surround myself. If there's a situation I don't like, I remove myself from it. It's as simple as that. And I know some people who are probably still at home, parents and all that type of stuff, change the way you think about them. Even if I've done it so many times where I've, I don't hate anyone. I sometimes, I, I dislike of someone. I change the way I feel about them. So I mentioned the positives of them. Okay. You know, well, this is this and that is that. And then it starts whittling down the kind of wall that we create as adultness of negativity. And I'm telling you now, it's accountability. We have the power to do anything we want to do. And there's too many stories of people who go from, you know, nothing to something or something to, to love or all these type of things for us, to, for it to continually be a, a coincidence. As I mentioned on my previous episode with Jesus, ultimate manifesto because he understood the power he possessed without a shadow of a doubt he believed in himself at a hundred percent or should i say even a billion percent but when he had resistance to the things he did he had zero percent resistance and and as i said in my previous podcast, read study these people are all examples it's there for the world to see so yeah, I think that 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 could that's potentially part one of manifesting, and I uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'd love some feedback. Hit me up on on all the socials and everything else. I'm really looking forward to kind of continuing this journey with you, and I cannot thank you enough for for um, sticking with me and listening to what I have to say. You know, I, I enjoy talking about these things, and 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 again, the evolution of you is you're not the same person as you was, just as I'm not before this podcast as I am now. And to continually live in the now and and really understand and home in on the power that you possess. Thank you. I appreciate you all.